Crows Radio Show with Source. He tumbles it forward. It's going to pass through. Oh, Source Jacobs, what a goal. And Tomo. Massive week in football. Massive show on Triple M. Oh, here we go. It's Sunday morning. The Crows Radio Show ready to rock and roll for the next hour. 208 games to this man's name. Dominated in the tri-colours. Sammy Jacobs. Hello, mate. Morning, Tomo. It's uh, fantastic to be here on this Sunday morning. And what a great show we have ahead of us. Oh, we're up and into it. Josh Rochelle's going to join us, Saucy. He, he's a kid that just takes you back to your youth, yep. doesn't he? Like, he just gets you so excited, mate. I just find myself with a footy, obviously, with my game day role, sitting there watching him. And he just puts a smile on your mm. face. And he's that sort of personality off-field as well. And we're very, very fortunate to have him at the, at the footy club. How much has it changed as well from over the years, from a fan, an onlooker, that the celebrations are very cool, calm and collected? You <laughs> Never want to go over the top. And then no, suddenly, off. suddenly we're Googling things <laughs> to celebrate. It's incredible. And not only that, we got one, we got two of them. Yep. We got Isaac, who's, mm-hmm. who's up and about as well. And, and I don't know what Tex thinks he's doing, <laughs> but he, he, he thinks he's a small forward and celebrating <laughs> he's and taking dives. And... <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm looking forward to catching up with him. Also, man, I really did enjoy uh, watch playing. Back in the day was Brody Martin, who's done a lot for community football as well. Yeah, he is. He's at, uh, at the Kurong Cats now, playing mm. some good footy. But the thing with Brody is, and, I, and we'll chat to him about it, is he's, he actually played some really, really good footy at times. And I know he only played the 38 games, yeah. and he, it just didn't quite click for him with injuries and, mm. and timing of the injuries and all that sort of stuff. But... Mate, he played some fantastic footy in the Crows' colours and he put out some big performances. Went back to Sturt as well with a couple of league flags there and then, yeah, like I said, has gone back to community footy and still playing to this day. Also, I need to talk about, because we played the Gold Coast Suns last night, Scotty Thompson's day out back in the day. We are. We're going to touch on that. Uh, 51 touches for Big Tomo. 51. I had 47 hit out, so we'll let you do the mass, Tomo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's get into it, Saucy. This is the Crows Radio Show with Sauce and Tommy. Oh, and an absolute delight. I tell you, I saw this Isn't man it? on debut and I just thought, we've got something here yeah. of Saucy. Bang home five against Frio. He went number six in the draft a couple of years ago and is lighting up Adelaide Oval. Josh Rochelle joins us. G'day, Rash. G'day, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, mate, thanks so much for, for jumping on board. And let's start back at the start, Rash. Uh, drafted a couple of years ago, like I said, from Country Victoria, and it seems like you fitted in like an absolute hand to a glove at the Adelaide Football Club. Is that fair to say? <laughs> uh, that's a fair statement. Um, but, yeah, since I've come in, I've uh, yeah, really loved my time with the Crows boys. Um, made me feel very welcome. Um, and, yeah, I definitely can see the Adelaide to be home now. We love we love hearing that, Tomo. Mm. Now, Rash, you're a shepherd and swan. Now, I think your cousin still captains them. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, how uh, how's the uh, how's the trans- transition been coming from Shepherd? Obviously, it's a it's a bigger city in country Victoria, and Adelaide's pretty country like itself. How's you enjoyed coming across from Shepherd? Yeah, my cousin Nathan, um, he's still captaining there. I've got uh, yeah another cousin Lamb, and my brothers play there. Um, one in the thirds and one playing in the seniors too. But, yeah, it's been a pretty smooth transition, I think. Moving to boarding school um, for a couple of years helped kind of being out of home. And, um, yeah, as you said, as a lot of people say, Adelaide feels like a big kind of country town anyway. So I think it's actually been a probably a better transition for myself moving to Adelaide rather than going to Melbourne or, or somewhere else yep. like that. So um, it's been awesome to, uh, to be drafted again with, with a few of the Melbourne boys, with, with Luke, Zachy and, and Jake, and then to move in with, with Jake and Luke kind of made that transition a lot smoothly. We can kind of relate to each other a lot and kind of go through all them experiences together, I think, which has kind of helped me um, 
help the transition be very smooth. Mate, it'll be one of the best times of your footy life is, is living with the boys. It's good fun. So, hey, uh, where does where does soccer fit into it? Because, you know, country of Victoria, you probably don't associate that with strong, I guess, soccer areas. Um, obviously, you, you progressed pretty well in the soccer space as well to play with Melbourne City, I think it was. Um, where, does, where does soccer fit into it all? Yeah, I think that was just a big passion for myself from a young age. I think a lot of boys kind of play soccer before you can play um, footy. Um, so I started yeah, playing soccer like most guys in that kind of six, seven years old, um, same time as I was kicking. Um, as you mentioned, it's not it's not massive um, in country Victoria. Um, the metro teams kind of do, um, do a lot better normally. So it was pretty hard to, to go up those soccer ranks. Um, but yeah, I think oh, that was kind of my passion from an early age was to make probably make soccer um, over over footy, um, and then yeah, progress through the ranks there with with big country and things like that. And was lucky enough to make the Melbourne City Youth Squad and and uh, be offered a scholarship contract there at, at fourteen and fifteen. Um, and then yeah, had a had a few camps with the Australian under seventeen squad too, which I was fortunate enough. But um, I think at that that age, I kind of clicked that footy was definitely the pathway I wanted to go down. Yeah, beautiful. Now, speaking of the footy, we're probably arguably the most potent forward line in the competition with yourself, Tex, Isaac Rankin, and the sorts down there, Rash. Uh, I just want to tap in and the, just the impact that Isaac Rankin's had on you since he's joined the club uh, this season. Oh, it's been unbelievable. Um, I think at, at Patches last year, it was pretty hard coming in straight away and, and playing on the best small defenders week in and week out. And to have Isaac in now, um, he's been amazing. Um, he's a very intelligent footballer and I think people didn't realise how hard he actually worked. Um, coming in pre-season, he just put his head down and, and went to work and he was probably one of our fittest fittest guys there. Um, and I, I love working in with the forwards. Um, we do a lot of vision and always doing competitions um, at training who can kick the best goal and who can celebrate the best. Um, so we've got a, yeah, a nice little competition going on. And then off-field, we, we love hanging out. Um, he's not too far from my house. So he's been he's been great for the football club and can't wait to play for him for, for many years to come. Now, I have to, look, I have to ask you about the celebrations. Oh, yeah, I, I met your mum when she was over the other week and she, she certainly seems like someone that's got a bit of personality about her as well. Is that where you got it from? And, and where do the celebrations come from? Because, mate, I absolutely love it and I was fortunate enough to play with Eddie Betts at Adelaide Oval and he lit it up you know, every second week when we played at home. But, um, mate, I find myself getting caught up with uh, you, and, you and Isaac and, and the celebrations you have. Yeah, mum, mum's definitely got some personality. Dad, dad, dad was, dad was a bit boring as a footballer. Didn't celebrate too much. Just down. <laughs> it's definitely been something I've always kind of prioritised myself as, even as a young kid, just get, getting everyone up and about. Um, and coming in straight away, everyone told me, make sure when you kick goal, you get around your teammates, which, which I definitely do. But celebration definitely comes first to mind. Um, and I would, I would, I would be lying if I say I don't kind of uh, Google them and, and practice them in front of the mirror here and there. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of the boys jump on board now. Even Tex loves a few. Uh, he has. His pumps in there. Um, Riley Fieldsoft's a pretty big celebrator too. And then yeah, I think uh, as I said before, me and Isaac just love that competition. You can celebrate the best. Mate, I'm it's the same. Exciting. I can't help but laugh, laugh, <laughs> and get excited through the game either, mate. You, you, you take a lot of us back to our youth. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, 
still um, still Googling stuff as we speak to uh, get something different every week. So. That's right. We'll send some through. Definitely yeah, I love that. Now, Rash, uh, had the keys to the town last year, probably sharing them with Isaac this season. Uh, are we holding hands with a sword off field? Have we got a partner at all? Uh, oh, no. No, sorry. I didn't hear what you said, but No, no. No, I do not. <laughs> Um, having as much fun as I can. Um, <laughs> That's a boy. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you're a star, Rash. Thanks so much for joining us on the Crows Radio Show, mate. Thanks for having me, guys. Cheers. This is the Crows Radio Show with Sauce and Atomo. Saucy, we're going to talk about some stadiums that, and ovals, I should say, that don't really get a look in too much throughout the year. Obviously, last night we played at TIO Stadium up in Darwin, and um, I don't mind it, mate. I like these ovals that get a bit of a look in, you know, other than uh, Adelaide Oval and the MCG and these sorts. Yeah, it is, and uh, they are these little boutique stadiums, aren't they? The ones up in, obviously, Kazali Stadium up in Cairns as well, um, and we see the teams down in Tasmania, and we obviously know the situation of Tasmania, mm. but um, it's good to see footy go back, I guess, to the heartland places, and it, it does. It got me thinking around where where else would be good to play footy, and um, as you mentioned, the AFL does a good job of taking the game everywhere, and, yeah. and every state and territory do, does get a game of footy um, at some capacity, so that's obviously fantastic, but the one for me is I'd love to see, you know, if Carlton, similar to Geelong, like if Carlton's playing Freeman or Adelaide or someone like that, I'd love to see that back at Princess Park. So you've obviously trained there when you yeah, that invo- was at, your yeah, involvement that was at, home. Yeah, at the Carlton Blues. So it's up to standard. You can play a game there, yeah, no problem. Yeah, and all the AFLW games are played there and all that sort yep. of stuff. And that that's definitely one avenue where, where you can go back to these suburban grounds like Victoria Park mm. and, and Moorabbin and all that sort of oh, stuff, yeah. which I love seeing yeah, yeah, Carlton yeah. at Princess Park or yes. you know, Essendon at Windy Hill. Mm. Like it's, a, it's just a great spectacle and... I understand there's, you know, um, you know, dollars that sit in behind that and obviously crowd capacity and all that sort of stuff. But I think the low drawing crowds, um, it'd be fantastic to see some games back at these suburban grounds. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, even if we bring it back here to um, Adelaide as well, yeah. obviously we want to play at Adelaide over and, and pack it out every single week. But if it's the Adelaide Crows versus a Gold Coast yeah. or a lesser light club or a GWS or something like that. We've seen two games of football played this year to very, very high standard at the parade. It could yeah. work out with something like that sort. And especially once we get our new facility up at Thebiton, we now we know the SANFL team and also the AFLW team will play there. And yeah. you know, obviously capacity's pending and all that sort of stuff. And we're very fortunate here that we, we do get um, good crowds to Adelaide Oval. But um, I think there's definitely a place for it. I think they've got a really good balance in the AFL at the moment about taking the game, you know, regionally or, mm. or to different states. So um, it's good to see the games played uh, up in Darwin and, and get the Northern Territory people up there and obviously showcase the game as we seen last night as well. So it's fantastic for the game and it's good to it's good to take it all around Australia. Announced a couple of months ago that Gather Round will be here for the next few years as well. So where else would you like that in terms of a regional centre? We've seen one. Up in the Adelaide Hills yeah. at Mount Barker, there's talk at McLaren Vale, maybe the Barossa, something like that. Yeah, I know, and I know you're obviously being from York Peninsula and being involved back there. I know Kadena's going to put yeah. their hand up and try and try and get the game. I mm-hmm. think, and I think that's the the beauty of Gather Round. It just creates different opportunities and re- takes the game to to more people, and that's what we want, isn't it? We don't want it just to be, you know, at the MCG or Adelaide yeah. Oval where, where not everyone can get to. Let's take the game regionally and let's push the boundaries and. You know, see, get get as many people involved in the game as we can. A little watch this space down south, I reckon, with a nice yeah. little Victor Harbour or Encounter Bay or something like that, because okay. it would blow people away when they've. It is an incredible part of it. Is it's beautiful, uh, not only South Australia but the world down that part. The drive into Victor Harbour and the the tourist attractions down there would be superb. Yeah, I know, and and we've we've looked overseas, haven't we? Obviously, mm. the game in China, yeah, um, all that sort of stuff. But I, I think I'd love to see mm. that be, worked well. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> got wrapped up pretty quickly. Uh, but, you know, I'd love to see it obviously taken around Australia, first of all. So, yeah. Spot on, mate. The Crows Radio Show with Sauce and Tomo. You can get us on the listener app as well. Always enjoyed watching this uh, this young man that dominated, I reckon, for the Crows when he had his opportunity. His name's Brody Martin. He played a lot of good footy for the Crows and then a couple of flags at Sturt as well and loves his community football. And it's a pleasure to have him on the Crows Radio Show right now. Brody, you got us. Got your time, mate, mate. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for jumping on board, mate. Let's uh, reflect on your, your time at the Crows. Like I said, uh, an abundance of talent, mate, and probably plagued a little bit throughout injury, but a good six or seven years at the Crows? Yeah, eight years, mate. Don't tell me short. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, eight years. And yeah, like I said, a bit of injury along the way. It seemed that I'd do my time in the sample, get my opportunity, and then, uh, yeah, always get an injury when I, when I got up there. But I uh, loved every minute of it, mate, and it, yeah, it was awesome. Wouldn't change it. No, it was, mate. You're uh, you're one of my favourite teammates as well, Rhodes. Mm. But uh, mate, t- let's talk course. about let's talk about that. Obviously, when you played, you actually played some really good AFL footy. And um, how do, how do you, I guess, feel about your AFL career and ref- reflect back on it? Because um, as I mentioned, the, the St Kilda game is probably the one that put you on the map. The three Brownlow votes, which you always used to tell me about. Um, <laughs> on, on multiple occasions, you're able to kick some good goals and all that sort of stuff as well. So how do you reflect on your, your time in the system? Uh, yeah, it's a tough one, mate. Like I said before, I, lo- I loved every minute of it. Um, yeah, there was times where I thought I was probably a little bit stiff and could have yeah. played a little bit more, but probably times where I didn't help myself as well with you know, some training habits and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, um, yeah mate, I loved it. and. Uh, yeah, would have loved to have obviously played 50 or 100 games or whatever. But, you know, for me, boy from Meningi, um, AFL always seemed a bit out of reach. So so to get there and, and do what I did, I'm, I'm proud of it, mate. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think probably made it, people realise that you know, boys from, from Meningi and that sort of thing can do it. And seeing the likes of like Tommy Lewis and those guys get inspired by it and, and, and become better footballers is probably the part I'm most proud about. No, it's awesome, mate. And we'll talk about Sturt and, and obviously local footy soon. But where where did you feel you played your best footy? Because arguably on a field, you could play anywhere probably other than the ruck, to be honest. But um, you, you, you're you a good overhead mark you know, for, for someone of your size. You're able to run and carry with the ball. Your, your skills were obviously really strong as well. Where did you, where did you think you played your best footy? Uh, I think I like playing on the wing the most, probably at AFL level, yeah. um, you know, with a little bit of time at halfback. Um but typically, when I didn't have to stand someone, that was that was the. <laughs> Nothing's uh, changed. I, mean, I think at Sandville level, it was probably just being around the footy a bit more, so in the midfield. But yeah, mate, I was. Uh, if it was AFL, I didn't really care where it was. I just like being out there. Breakout year in 2014, Broads with 17 games that season. Who was the the biggest influence on your playing career at the Crows? Oh, that's a that's a big question, Tom. Um, mm. Don't really know. Uh, Sando was obviously the coach that year and, and gave me plenty of opportunities. So, um, you know, he he obviously yeah, had a bit of faith in me. But, um, you know, the early days with Craigie and those guys just teaching you the training habits and uh, and what comes with being an AFL footballer, that, that obviously um, helped shape me as well. Yep. And now, mate, uh, we move along to Stir, obviously, post your footy days. And I guess the one good thing about when you were listed was that they didn't go back to the SANFL um, Adelaide team. You went back to your, your home SANFL team, which yours was Sturt. And obviously, I know I know they pl- hold a special heart, uh, a special place in your heart, the Sturt Footy Club, and you're a premiership player back there. Um, how did you how do you reflect on your time playing at Sturt? I guess post footy, you know, you had some team success, and, and how much you enjoyed you know playing your footy at Sturt as well. Yeah, look, I, I loved it. Um, 
you know, in the early days of, of the Crows, when, you know, rookie days, when you weren't playing and you'd go back to your local club. I, I really enjoyed that part of, um, I guess, the, the program. Um, and wasn't the biggest fan of, of the twos team, but obviously that's you know, required these days, I guess. Um, but yeah, Sturt is, is like a local club to me. I, I yeah, love going back there and, um, you know, the decision to go back there after footy while. So it was, I re- wrestled with it a little bit, um, seen turn out all right and, um, you know, made some good friends and you know, premiership reunions and those sorts of things to look forward to um, in the years to come. So, yeah, love it. Mate, being a country boy, <clears throat> you, you, you are one of those lads that uh, Bernie Vince is another one. Uh, they used to – I think they actually enjoyed going back to and playing footy at the Eagles more than they enjoyed playing footy at the Crow sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Good country boys enjoy a frothy with their teammates uh, at SANFL level. Yeah, definitely. It's um, – yes, yeah, obviously don't get to do it too much at the AFL level, but – yeah, finishing a little bit earlier on a Saturday and just ducking over for the Prezos and those <laughs> sorts of things and uh, even duck down to Camorne for one more maybe. So, yeah, yeah. Nah. so um, no, no secret, I, I like that part of the game. Nah, love that, mate. And uh, I think you've been you've been huge for community footy, bro. Um, when you've gone back yeah. to Meningi and, and, and done your stuff there, also played up at Strathalbyn for a couple of years and I know you've had a big impact there as well. But you're playing at the Kurong Cats at the moment and the amalgamation of a couple of Towns with Meningi being involved there. Can you run their listeners through that, please? Yeah, so, um, look, no secret, probably getting to the end of end of my footy playing time. And, um, you know, there's Meningi was struggling with numbers and with volunteers and that sort of thing. And, and, and similar across it, um, the Border Downs, Tintinara, formerly, you know, Canalpin and Tintinara. Um, so it's been a couple of years in the making. So the boards have been getting together and, um, you know, trying to think of a way through. So this wasn't, um, wasn't I guess, going to be able to continue with the numbers of juniors and volunteers that all the clubs have. So um, we've seen a pretty successful merger in, in what is now the Curran Cats. So, um, awesome. yeah, so I put my hand up and sort of uh, volunteer to go back there and have another go. And, um, yeah, loving every minute of it, mate. Fresh faces around. Awesome. Um, and we're just obviously speaking off air about the number of people involved in the club now. And, um, yeah, I mentioned volunteers, but mum cooks dinners on – on Thursday nights at the Meningi Footy Club, and, and she's been pumping out 220. That's um, huge. 220 plus when we've had trainings there. So, um, yeah, mate, it's, it's brought a, a freshness to, I guess, obviously the people of Meningi and Tintinara and Canalpin, but also to the, the River Murray Footy League with you know a couple of other teams joining as well. So, yeah, I love my community footy, no secret there. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been refreshing. And, awesome. yeah, looking forward to what the rest of the year holds. Uh, last question, mate, before we, before we let you go. We know you're busy uh, at work these days. But um, where, where do you see – you mentioned you've got uh, probably a couple of years of footy left yet. Um, do you see yourself coaching, volunteering? Where do you, where do you see your footy post, post your playing days? Meadows. Yeah, look, I already had a crack at coaching at Meningi for a year and um, – was prior to the uh, the COVID year where yep. you had a year off. Um, yeah, loved it. I, I guess you'd probably you were similar um, elk, I guess. Source. Yeah. Um, when I played, I, I always thought I was probably going to be a better coach than a player. I, I saw the game all right and yep. um, managed to take on information pretty easily. So, yeah, definitely looking to go down the coaching route. Um, I guess when the time sort of allows me to. So, yeah, hopefully in a year or two, I'll, I'll start going down that road again and. Um, hopefully back towards sort of some sort of SANFL involvement. Uh, we love oh, your awesome, stuff, bro. Thanks so much for jumping on board the Crows Radio Show, mate. You're a bloody good man. Cheers, boys. Thanks for having me. Cheers, mate. 
Cry's radio show with Source and Tommo. You can get us on the listener app as well, L-I-S-T-N-R. Just search the Crows radio show. We took on the Gold Coast Suns last night, Saucy, and every time I uh, look at the Gold Coast Suns playing the Crows, I think of one game and one game only. <laughs> you featured heavily with 47 hitouts, but... Scott Thompson, fifty-one touches. He uh, he BYO'd that day, Tomo. Mm. It was a. Uh, I do. I remember this one obviously really well because um, obviously the conditions are always amazing up there in the Gold Coast, and it was early days. So let's let's grant yeah, grant that for the, the for Suns, sure. but they still had some good players like Gary Ablett and all those guys were mm. were playing as well. But uh, yeah, Tomo had the fifty-one and. Um, at that stage, uh, Greg Williams had the record of, yes. of 53. Um, so Tomo was obviously racking him up, racking him up. And had we known that, we probably would have tried to get him across the line. But yeah. um, he was an unreal player, Tomo. He, he worked his ass off in, in a game. And um, to get 51 touches, mate, uh, is pretty pretty bloody impressive. And mm. um, like I said, mate, being his ruckman, it's nice to th- hopefully think I had a little bit of a part to play in that. But um, he had an absolute day out. Here's Scotty Thompson after the game about that performance. Well, let me, I'm not quite sure if you're aware. Any idea of uh, roughly how many touches you might have had? No idea, mate. Fill me in. Well, let me tell you, you've, uh, you've smashed Mark Rusciuto's record at the Crows, anyway, which I was wrapped about, but uh, 51 touches today, uh, 21 <laughs> kicks, 30 handballs. It's a fair afternoon. I don't believe you. Know. <laughs> it's nice to get my hands on the ball, I guess, but more importantly, it's nice to have a win. And, and the last month, the boys have been playing some pretty good footy. Bit of a letdown last week against Geelong, where I thought we really had our chances, but to come up here and have a win today is really pleasing. 51 touches, seriously, mate. Just once again, 51. Yeah, like I said, mate, it's nice to find a bit of the ball. I don't know what else to say. He's done pretty well there. In that 40-second grab, he's mentioned the team three times, and he didn't mean any of it. <laughs> I, I, if... <laughs> If we go, if we go the Andrew Gaze route here of cut the, <laughs> yeah. you know what, cut the, you know what, he's yeah. like, I know I've had a lot of it. Yep. Tell me exactly how many yeah, I've exactly. had because I know it's a, it's yeah. a lot. It, 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 yeah, <laughs> I could not agree more. But you had a day out too, saucy forty-seven hitouts yourself. Yeah, no, it was, a, it was a good one. Obviously, me and Tom had uh, had great connection. So. Um, well, I love that. Obviously, it's hard on the radio, but the, when he's doing the interview, he's yeah. had that little smirk on his face. Oh, so Tomo's got a real like cheeky little smirk yep. about him, where he he knows obviously he's in good nick. Mm. He knows he knows he's a good footballer and all that sort of stuff. And that day, he very well knew that he had a lot of. Oh yeah, he'd need a parachute to jump off the bicep sort of stuff as well, <laughs> wouldn't that? Right with old Tomo. So uh, yeah, good to reminisce. And and the record was actually broken a few years later as well. Tommy Mitchell was the leader with fifty four touches. Greg Williams fifty three. Gary Ablett picked up fifty three as well when he was playing for the Gold Coast Suns. Barry Price as well for Collingwood and then Scotty Thompson. Saucy, we're out of here, but if anyone misses the show, they can get it on the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. You've been super again, mate. Mate, what a show. How great is it to hear from Josh Shelley, obviously the young gun. Um, everyone wants a piece of him, but mm. we, we get the big names here on the Crows Radio Show. No, and, no. Uh, and also, past player Brody Martin. It's great mm. to hear how he's going and enjoying local footy. So, um, as we mentioned, mate, he played some really good footy for us. So it's uh, yeah, nice to chat to the past player. Yeah, bloody oath, mate. Now we're back taking on the West Coast Eagles this Saturday, June long weekend. Hopefully we can pack it out. Well, absolutely, mate. And uh, last game before the bye as well. So um, it's going to be a big game. Hopefully we can finish it off and, and you know really set ourselves up for the second half of the year. I like it, mate. I'll see you next Sunday from 9 o'clock.